Hello and welcome back to another episode of the EFL Fantasy Podcast. My name is Jamie. My name is Angus. My name is Dan. And this is going to be a very quick turnaround podcast. We are recording on Thursday night. Deadline is tomorrow. So we're just going to go through our scores from midweek. Um, just anything quick segment like we did at the weekend regarding midweek fixtures and then we're just going to go straight into the Twitter questions and I think that should cover everything um, right we'll get straight into it how did we get on this week I'll start with you Angus you smile yeah. <laughs> thank you to everyone who, who liked the tweet about my pain uh, <laughs> I should I should start off by saying it was a decent score this game week it's just you know that tweet lays out how much better it could have been um, so I did get 92 points. I'll take that, I would. Um, O'Leary in goal for four, uh, Drame 10, Ailing 6, Giannoulis 1, Davis 16, Somerville 12, Smodix 2, Dewsbury Hall 17, Clark 3, Rutter captain for 18, and Adam Armstrong vice captain for 3. I did have... Cladkey's eight on the bench. Um, thank you to Bristol City for conceding Rotherham's first shot on target mm. in the last five minutes. Um, Siriki Dembele's 16, um, which, uh, you know, was a particularly painful one, particularly because I'd had him come in on for one-pointers the last two games, and the one time he doesn't come on <laughs> is when he hauls big and Hume's six also on the bench. Yeah, it's that painful, Angus, I have to laugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just sat there, like, you know, particularly when it was things like I was going to vice-captain Dewsbury Hall and vice-captain Adam Armstrong instead. Sold Fleming 16, of course, that was the other thing, uh, you know, in there. Um, so, yeah, all, all good stuff, but uh, I'm inside the top 1K now. The comeback is on. And it will be the greatest comeback in fantasy <laughs> football history if you do. Um, Dan, how did you get on? Uh, so I got uh, 85. I rolled my transfer. Um, didn't score that well with my captain or vice. I had Piero for four and Jack Clark for four. Um, Dieng, seven. Stacey, two. Manning, nine. Davis, 16. James one, Somerville twelve, eleven for Sarah, seventeen for Dewsbury Hall, and Godwin for two. Um, I got Red Arrow down to one hundred and fourth, um, but probably playing my last boost and uh, next game week. So hopefully I can get back inside the top hundred. Yeah, um, Red Arrow for me as well. Um, I went down from what I think thirty sixth to eighty third. 87 points in total. Um, Captain Vales, I bought, in, bought Adam Armstrong back against me and team. Captain Dem for four points. Vice Captain Hardy for three. And then the rest of the players wasn't that bad. Um, Hadaki eight, Davy 16, Aileen six, double Southampton defence, and Manning and Walker Peters nine each. James one, which is disappointing, Cork three, Sorry 11, Dewsbury all 17. Um, so yeah, it's an okay week really, but considering like those boosts played um, and stuff, mostly in advantage, I was always going to get a red, so it's not too bad. And then the podcast team, Angus? Uh, that's a very good question. We I haven't 
uh, got the team up, but I think we scored about 85 points and uh, finished last this game week. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, let's not talk about that then. Yeah. Um, right then, quick five minutes then before we get into the Twitter questions. Any fern that springs to mind regarding the midweek games? Um, so I was just going to briefly discuss Leeds. Yeah. Um, so obviously people have been looking at Leeds assets. Um, I did sit and watch their game against QPR. Um, QPR were poor. Uh, I'll start with that. But um, I think it's crystallised for me, and it's not just because they're in my team and it's one of the few good things about my team. But I think the one thing that's crystallised for me is in terms of Leeds assets, whether you have a third is or not is debatable, but the two right now, uh, Rutter and Somerville, basically everything good they do involves at least one of them. Um, and, you know, I mean, Piero, it's the second game in a row. I mean, I've watched Leeds last two games where his second touch has been a tackle. Um, so just to reassure people who are on him, uh, <laughs> that it's... Uh, uh, not to be outdone, I mean, I know I own him, but Luke Ayling at least twice attempted to control the ball and kicked it out for a goal kick. So uh, there, there is that. <laughs> After having not started for, what, two games before that? Um, and Dan James, obviously, um, being benched for Jaden Anthony. A lot of people felt a start was coming for Anthony. He was, he was decent enough. Um, I'm not sure he sort of really made a, a strong claim for a starting spot. So if people are looking at going to him, I wouldn't necessarily be be jumping for that now either. Um, you know, for those who are on Ethan Ampadu, nothing's really changed. You know what you're getting there. He's going to play. Um, he's, he's not going to do much in, by way of returning, but he will play reliably. You've got Strout, you've got Byron. Um who are the, the two defenders that it seems like will play. It's just whether you really want to go with them. Um, so for me, it's just after watching that, Rutter and Somerville seem like the real standouts there. I agree. I think it's a bit, uh, me and Dan were speaking while we're waiting for you um, to come on. Um, we were just discussing, you know, it's going to be a bit of a nightmare. I think we're going to expect rotation because Dan owns James and Somerville. I've got James, not Somerville. And I said, I had a feeling one of them was going to be benched um, and Anthony would get that start. And obviously it was my player, which is more expected than Somerville. Is it one of them, you know, do you just hold on to? Because when they do play, they can be explosive. Or is, you know, the rotation risk an issue? It's certainly an issue. Um, I would think it's, I would say it's more of an issue if you're a Dan James owner. Just because Somerville, additionally, when he plays, he's on all those set pieces. And uh, talking to someone again during the QPR game, his corner delivery is so good that it's just another thing in his favour, which also, for me, means it's probably more likely that he will stay in the team. Um, but it does mean that like, even if he's on in limited time, it feels like he has slightly more ability to return. So particularly with Somerville, I just hold through Dan James... I'm less convinced about sort of just holding him. Okay. Dan, anything from you from the midweek games? Uh, I think I'd like to talk about Ipswich. Um, obviously, Davis with two assists. 
Um, Broadhead was was on the bench but wasn't needed, so I guess we'll we'll have to wait for the pressers. Um, it's quite a big big news story with Broadhead because a lot of us probably want to play him as part of a boost. So um, it, hopefully we'll find out with more information. But um, like normal, they they sort of spread the goals around. Uh, Chaplin uh, got another. Wes Burns scored. Harness also scored. So. Yeah, that's that's a good result because Hull hadn't lost. I think they had the longest unbeaten run going into that that game week. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I think Ipswich don't seem to be slowing down at the minute. No, there's a bit of a gap forming now with Leicester and Ipswich and the into the rest. Um, you know, and it's probably a bit disrespectful for me to say that it'll be interesting to see if Ipswich can stay there. But based on what we've seen so far this season, there's no reason why they can't do that. Um, Leicester, though, obviously coming out 3-0 winners against Preston. Dewsbury over two goals. Big for the Gaffer community. Big for those who played a boost this week, either midfield Dynamos or aim advantage. That's a really good haul from him. Um, something else um, that I noticed, I've just been looking at and I've completely forgot. Uh, West Brom came through for Angus after he mentioned him. Um, on the weekend's part, Swift with 12, Wallace with 10. The back four all getting clean sheets, but it were nine points. So their game with Birmingham will be interesting. I think if Swift can return in that, I think a lot of people will be looking at him even more so now. And then um, one for me was is Southampton. Obviously, I watched the game. Um, we played them at home. Very impressed by them. Um, wasn't. I don't think it would be their best performance, but they didn't need to. It was just keep ball, keep ball, keep ball. Tactically a lot better you can see the Martin effect coming through and I think it shows with the, the away fans as well they came up in good numbers and sometimes when they did make a mistake trying to play out the ball there wasn't no groans or anything like that I think everyone's buying into it now and you can see that with the players um, Sulmane I've pronounced the name right haven't I even though I said it earlier on I'm still not convinced I can say it right he is fantastic he is Definitely someone I'm looking at as an asset. He's electric. Um, I think he's cheaper than Armstrong and he's cost as a midfielder. They're both playing the same position, really, left and right. Um, so, yeah, I'll be looking at that. Other than that, um, looking through Sunderland with a clean sheet. Um, obviously good for them. No turn for Jack Clark there, unfortunately. Um, and Norwich losing away to Swansea 2-1. But Sarah getting the goal. So, um, yeah, I think... Oh, Middlesbrough... Winning 2 now, good result for them against an half-decent Cardiff side. So they do look like they're turning the corner now. Uh, but other than that, is there anything else you, do, you two would like to mention? Um, I was just going to pick up briefly on the Southampton thing, particularly when you're saying tactically. It's very interesting in that you've got Suleimana playing out wide left, and then you look at it for a lot of the game. You've got Armstrong almost playing up front next to Alcaraz. But like... From his his sort of allegedly on the right, but he's sort of infield a lot. Um, yeah, but I think it's on. also helped them that what they were doing early in the season was at least one of Walker Peterson Manning was stepping infield into midfield. Now that it appears they've sorted the midfield, those two are holding their width much more, 
and I, it looks it looked like at least I did watch it on TV like it just helps balance the team out a bit more where they're, they're less to set they're less sort of weak down the down the wide areas because the players are already there rather than sort of being caught in field. Yeah, spot on. And I was watching Armstrong quite closely with the, you know, with him playing midfield before, and then I brought him back in the team because he's on the right. Want to see? And um, what I found interesting because he was shooting my end first off at the start of the attack, he'll be very wide, right? Um, what then happens is Smallbone will come wide from the midfield, from the central midfield. He comes wide with Walker Peters, allowing Armstrong to come inside. And basically, he's like a right forward, like as in a right striker. Um, so if people think oh, Armstrong's not as good assets out wide, I wouldn't worry about that. He would be good. I know he didn't get a return, but yeah, he looks sharp. Um, anything else from you two? No, I don't think so. No? Right, and let's get straight into the Twitch questions. Have I got them up? Oh, I did have them up. I did. Right, okay, no particular order, just the order that they're showing um, here. Right, Rob Pick, first one. Oh, five minutes ago, that's why it's changed. Mm-hmm. Perot to Armstrong for free, or Swift in Garden to Smodix and Armstrong for a minus four. Is it right to be put off by the fact that Angus owns Smodix and Armstrong? <laughs> so, Angus, I think you're going to have quite a few jokes thrown your way through these questions. Oh, I have seen for... some of them, so... Um, yeah, your thoughts on that one, you two? Do you need me to read it out again? Uh, I don't think... No, no, no. I no. Know. I, Rob's, Rob's asked me this question already, so I know what the question is. Um, as I said, I've watched Leeds' last two games, and Piero's been a little bit of a concern. Whether you want to sell him ahead of this weekend, I'm not sure. Um, if it helps, Rob, I am benching Sammy Smodix this weekend. So, uh, so bring him in for a minus yeah, four, Danny. Yeah, he's going to hold. There's your return. Dan, your thoughts? I don't know. We know Piero could. It's one of the best strikers over the last two years. I wouldn't be taking him out ahead of Bristol City. It says it's even one. after you highlighted that how much better defensively they are. Yeah, but it's Leeds. They can put three or four past anyone if they click. It's one of them awkward moves where I'd rather have Armstrong than Pro all day long. But it's not worth a transfer. That's what I mean. Is it worth the transfer? And then to then do a minus four when. West Brom looking good at the moment, got good fixtures, so then you're going to lose Swift and you bring your Smodix in, which, you know, I don't think Smodix is a bad asset, but is that worth it? I think I, I'd just do it for free and then accept that Perot could score this weekend. <laughs> like, it's not like he's, he's definitely not going to score. There is potential that he's going to score, maybe two. Well, it's like I highlighted with the West Brom thing in terms of Swift is is the main man. If you want talisman, Swift is like one of the best examples you can find. So um, that that would sort of make me slightly more reluctant to sell him as well. Although I heard a stat that Swift has had five shots on target and they've all gone in. Efficient. <laughs> That's one way of looking at it, yeah. I found a Swift, though. I wasn't really looking at him closely. I had him in. It was one of them. 
I don't even know why I got him in. I can't remember why. It was quite a few weeks ago now. Um, but like you'd be benched, or then you go off on the 60th. Like you don't know what's going to happen with Corbran. Um, but I do regret signing. I think I'll be quite good at this game if there was no boosts, and I didn't have to like make moves for them because I took him out to play two boosts, and he's got he scored. Well, he's returned in both games that I've since I've sold him, and the players I brought in haven't. So yeah, that's annoying. Uh, Rob, I don't think we really answered your question very well there. Um, all three really are okay options. I'd just do the free transfer, I think, but I wouldn't be, like, convinced by it. Um, John Jaco, I don't want to read his question out. <clears throat> do you want budget buster boost in the next set or final set of boosts? And then there's another bit of question which I'll ask after. I don't know. It'll be easier for the same. I think I'd rather it's in set two because there's more likely to be doubles in set three. And my issue with that, I know that sounds stupid, is if it's crap teams doubling, everyone's just going to bring in these, and I don't want to bring in these crap players for a double. So I'd rather yes, just have it done It's worth it, Jamie, for that boost. It is to a certain extent, though, but like when I know like, um, a couple of years ago we were on like, triple Rotherham and stuff. Last year, I can't even remember it, but I know when we had the doubles, I think Huddersfield were in there, were they? People were having like Ward up front, and I'm thinking... Well, that that was when they got that was when they got their own double when it was just Huddersfield and Blackpool when they had that random double. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think for me, I'd rather in two, but for the chaos free. But then I know I'll get FOMO and get sucked in by everyone bringing in like shit players for this boost. So it's quite annoying. Um, and then can can Angus tell us who we started in goal this week? Uh, so, has John got the same keepers as you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'll be going O'Leary? Yeah. <laughs> um, right, Luke Gaffer-Irons. If Ipswich win the league, can we get a promise from Dan that he will run the length of Portman Road with his cock out? <laughs> sorry if you've got kids. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Blame Luke. Yeah. Well, the most worrying thing is it's got seven likes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want anyone to be. I, I just want Ipswich to slowly just fall away, and then my prediction isn't looking quite as bad. Yeah, it's a bit of a shocker. This one is at the moment because they are looking really good. I think what's more weird though is I'm actually like visualising you running the length of Portman Road with your cock out, so that's quite worrying. Uh, so I'm going to go on to the next question, which is from Renariad. Uh, who is Angus taking out this week? It could help us all. Angus, uh, they're not being very Luke, nice to you. Luke Ayling. Luke Ayling. I'm not convinced I'm actually taking Luke Ayling out, but I just want to see more people buy Luke Ayling. Right, um, the FPL routine. Any tips for a first-time player? Currently 200-ish with two or three chips left. I think he means two or three. He's put two third chips left. 
So I'm going to say he's got two boosts left, not chips. So that's the first one FPL routine. This isn't FPL. Um, it's not a bad position being, is it? If you've got two boosts left yeah. around 200. Yeah, just uh, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, it, it, it's hard to say without obviously seeing his team. Oh, she. I don't know if it's a he or she. Um, but I'd say, you know, just look at the fixtures. you got a good week this week coming up with the big teams playing at home. So if you've got home advantage, you could use that. Triple, triple if you've got that. Yeah. yeah. You're probably looking at this weekend and 14. I know those were the other, the two weeks that sort of looked good for boosts. So. Yeah. On paper, those are the fixtures, aren't they? Um, I'm not if, sure if you're aware of either routine. You'd, you'd need to use them by game week 15. So, yeah, don't think you can roll them over or anything like that. Um, Sweet Blues 23. If you somehow manage to land with 11 players at home this weekend without planning for it, would you be playing home advantage? I only have one boost left and have triple, triple still. Is triple, triple a stronger boost? I'd be having triple triple myself. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah, play I'd triple triple. For me, home advantage is on the table because I've already played triple triple. Um, triple triple is the one I'd want to make sure I played. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like we said, with the fixtures, you could use that this week. Good fixtures, fourteen's good on paper, um, but any in between them. Um, Shit about the baby. Play Mumba or Ailing. We've played. We've got Swansea at home. Leeds, Bristol City, aren't they? It's a tough one, isn't it? Because Ailing could potentially be benched and come on, which would be annoying. But I think I'd go for the upside. Ailing will start, surely. They've won the game. Mumba will play. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably go Mumba. Yeah. I'd probably go Mumba. I think I'd go Ailing, but then be really pissed off when he's benched. So, you know, it's coming. Um, but you can play both. I think both of them are absolutely fine. Um, FPL Hardman. <clears throat> How many lottery tickets should I buy if I got Miyoshi in for home advantage this week? Fair shout, that is. Is he bringing him in for home advantage this week? Or he had him- no, got him, got him in for home advantage in, in midweek. Not a bad return. Fair play, that's all I can say. Yeah. Um, get them watch your tickets in. The FPL will never stop. Keep Pro, Armstrong and Whitaker on home advantage this week or get Chaplin in or anyone else. So Whitaker, Swansea, Armstrong's rather in Pro, Bristol City. I don't think... I'd just leave that. Yeah. I don't think... Who are we Ipswich playing? Preston. No, no, they've just no, played. Just played. Oh no, they are. That was the last year we played Preston, wasn't it? No, I don't think it's worth it. I think Chaplin could do well, but I don't think it's worth the transfer though. Any of them three could haul. I, I think Ipswich might struggle against Preston. Just the way they <laughs> right, play. everyone back Ipswich guys. <laughs> Abroad, Ed Chaplin, triple ups. <laughs> One nil Preston. Okay, so that's what, 5-1 Ipswich? <laughs> Apologies to the Preston fans, you've just been jinxed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, FPL Commander. Quite some press with um, Suleimana over the last three games, and Alcaraz looking pretty good in the last game as well. 
Wouldn't be a good idea to move to one of those for Sari due to the fixture swing for the Saints. I mean, as someone without who, who went without Gabriel Sara when I overhauled, I can say it's it's not an enjoyable thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Started scoring as well, Andy, since you've got rid of him. We unbenched him this week as well for Ewan. It was Ewan or Sara, and Ewan started. So it's quite funny. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't advise. I wouldn't advise selling Sara as good as as good as those sort of Southampton guys look. You know, if you want to get them, find another way. If you were doing though, if you're playing home advantage this week, though, do you think it's a good move? Because if you're playing home, you're getting bench Sara anyway, aren't you? More than likely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's better if it's if it's for home advantage. If it's not for home advantage, then I don't like it. You agree, Dan? I just think just. Leeds, Borough and Sunderland. Like, they're not great, are they? We lost halfway through Southampton that. have Rotherham. It's not... I think the fixtures are better for Southampton, though, probably. But it's just, obviously, Norwich... Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. But let's say, I, I let's would, say he's pretty template. I don't know his team. But let's just say he's pretty template with Dewsbury or Sari. Um, let's say he's got Rowe there as the enabler, and then a Leeds midfielder and Clark. Would you that would you go one of the the Leeds midfielders, Somerville or James? Let's say to the Southampton midfielder, or you're not going to drop Clark, are you? No, you're not. <laughs> I think Sari. Obviously, you know the risk. But I don't hate it. I'm saying this now, but two weeks ago, before he scored two in a row, I was considering getting red as well. Um, not because I think he's yeah. bad, but he just, you know, I wanted something more than just base bonus. You know, try and attack it like the fixtures to get goals. Um, so, yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, FPL Frog. <laughs> Looking at his rank, does Angus just really hate Freddo's? No, this is this is the most heartbreaking thing about my disastrous rank. Is like, <laughs> I, you know, the one time I really cared with the, you know, with the the Fredo League prize, and uh, it's it's the time that, uh, you know, I've I've sort of brought some sort of ancient mummy's curse on myself or something. <laughs> I must say, it is the best mini league out there. I wasn't getting joined any mini leagues this year, other than the cash league. Um, but when I saw a box of Fredos. Is the prize as like, I've got into that league? I would be buzzing if I won that. It's the financial equivalent of winning the lottery as well, given how much Freddo's cost. Yeah, exactly. And see how small they've got as well. Yeah. Shambles. How much do they cost now? Probably like a fiver each. Yeah. But uh, aren't they close to like a quid? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so in London, <laughs> yeah, fiver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shocking. They used to be 10p. I know. Yeah. Used to be great. I used to at school have one of them in a chomp in a curly wheelie for all yeah. like 30 odd p under a pound. Oh, yeah, amazing. Um, and then the last part of his question um, is Miv uh, is Mavadi a sell or a keep on home advantage? Um, is is is, is, is his name Ian? Yeah, 
Yeah. He says he's an inside me, though. Ian, listen, you be playing Stoke <laughs> at home. Are you going to uh, sell Jamie, it before Stoke? Jamie, uh, list Stoke's fit centre-backs. McNally, the end. <laughs> Wilmot went off. Uh, Wilmot went off injured. Luckily, he did walk off. So I'm hoping he's going to make a miraculous recovery and he's going to be fit to play because Rose is injured Hoover as well. Hoover to centre back. Hoover went to centre back at some point, and um, I still can't pronounce his name from Colchester. Um, yeah, he wouldn't seem surprise me to see something like Hoover play there actually. It's uh, you know I laughed because I, I messaged the group when I yeah. saw him go there, didn't I? Um, <laughs> in all fairness, he wasn't that bad, but he actually picked up a knock. That's why he went off. I didn't know until I saw today. Actually, so yeah, do not sell Leicester players. Seriously, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not a biased fan. I will openly say how crap we are when we're crap, and I'll openly say how good we are when we're good. We're crap. So, and Leicester are very very good. So do not yeah. do that. Um, no stone. Yeah, it has got that bit all over it, hasn't it? I'd be buzzing as well because I'll be there. I would be buzzing. <laughs> Anything less than 4 0, I'd be buzzing with. Uh, Gaffer Hoops. Who would you consider the best free attackers for playing home advantage in Game Week 11 and keep up the great work, gents? Thank you very much for your kind words, Gaffer Hoops. So we'll give you a good answer. I assume yeah. that's forwards. When yeah, free attackers. Well. We'll go with three forwards. I'm just One checking. of the lead strikers, right? I'd have Rotter. Rotter? Yeah. 100%. Um, Chaplin and Armstrong. Yeah, Armstrong against Chaplin against Preston. <laughs> Is this the anti-Ipswich agenda you got going or <laughs> just you generally think Preston would do well there Preston who are just shipping goals for fun yeah but they played they played two good sides and now play, playing Ipswich now you could be mm. right I don't mm. hate two good sides and then Ipswich time <laughs> <laughs> you're going to make a lot of enemies <laughs> in Ipswich you are Right. I, know, I know on Twitter everyone's bookmark here. <laughs> that is going to come back. That is going to be fun to watch. Um, I think also it's a shame we were on about it before the pod, like Vardy or Ianacho. It's a shame you don't know which one's playing or who's going to start. I'd punt in, in I, I punt on him to come on on the centre fifth minute and still score two. So that's my confidence for it. You, you mean by the time McNally's gone off injured as well? <laughs> <laughs> um, Ipswich obviously good. Broadheads obviously we'll hopefully we'll find out tomorrow or today as the listeners will be listening to this probably. Um, if he's in the team, him and Chaplin good. I'd say Perot's still a good option. Rot- I prefer Rotty, but Rotty and Perot. Um, I've got I've got Matty Gordon. Norwich at home, yeah, they're not travelling well at the moment, are they? Norwich. Yeah, but, but since Matt, I've brought Matt, in Matty Godden is doing almost literally nothing. And I, I know that because I've brought him <laughs> in. Because I've brought him in. Don't Sims has got two I've got goals. Say, Ellis Sims. Yeah, that's a good shot. And Gibson. Uh... Yeah, but I think yeah, we've definitely got over the three. Right. Um <laughs> 
Jaskar and Singh. Given the dirt, what's dirt mean, Angus? I normally ask you what words mean. Uh, lack. Uh, so given the lack of defenders, that's a nice word, Darius. I'm getting used out of word yeah. tomorrow. They're going to think I saw the dictionary. <laughs> uh, given the dearth of defenders, suggests one each in cheap mid and premium price categories other than Leaf Davis. So we'll go one cheap, one mid price, and one premium. Is that for home advantage? or? Um, it doesn't or say. It just says given the dearth of defenders. I'm well impressed with that word. Yeah, so cheat, I'll just say Kakai. QPR are not good, but you've got like a 4.0 or maybe he's gone up to like 4.1. 4. 1, I think he uh, is now. Defender who is, who is starting. So, you know, it's sort of like, it sort of feels obvious almost um, to say him. Uh, yeah, I think we both agree with that one. We're done. Is it cheap? Yeah, I've got Kakai. Am I playing this week? <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. He's doing actual right for points, but it's still funny. <laughs> um, mid price is tougher. Does Perry and G for me? What would yeah. you say mid price is? Five five. I know he's five six, but say around five five. Five five. five sort of between almost five and six. Yeah, I like Perry and G. He'd be mid in price one. There isn't a lot. Is there? Mumbe could be one. Made for me. Who? Oh, me. Yeah, good shout, good shout. I'm, uh, I'm going to say Trey Hume, just because he's, he's, done, he's done a very nice job since I brought him in. So. Yeah, 5-5 five, five as well he is. Yeah, that's a good one. And your premium? Not many are up there Manning. in the top of defenders. Manning? Manning. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Walker-Peters for me. Uh, uh, Manning, well, I don't think Manning's that good, I don't. I'm going to say, because he's come in the team, I'm going to just completely th throw it off and say James Justin. Yeah, nice shouts. Legend. <laughs> Maiden Luton. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that one. Next question. Vamos leads Carajo. I think I got that right. Apologies if I didn't. Best Dansfield replacements, 2.3 in the bank. Cheers, lads. So what is Stansfield? He is 5.6. And now what she's got in the bank? 2.3. So 7.9. It depends who he's got. I don't know who he's got. That's the problem. But I think it's just probably the same answer as what we say every week. Ipswich forwards, Plymouth forwards... They'd be the ones you look at, wouldn't they? Yeah, probably. Um, Can't see many just better to, Just to real, just to really mix it up, um, I'm I'm just going to throw because he, he's he's sort of his minutes to goal ratio is the best in the league at the moment. Tommy Conway. What did he did he get two in midweek? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd probably say it's such a Plymouth then for that. Um, just Karan Singh, another question. Okay, he's got two boosts, not chips and brackets. I like this guy. Comes up with good words. <laughs> I was waiting for you to see this question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's got two boosts left to play 
and he's thinking aim advantage in 11 in triple triple and 14 any better opportunities opportune window this guy's a clever guy um, any other better opportune window is he clever or is he just making up fancy words to try and impress me <laughs> it's it's a little bit more sort of uh, it's not quite as good there as yeah you don't impress Angus Jaskaran <laughs> um, I would be buzzing if I had um, two boosts left with triple triple yeah, I was about to say, when you said home advantage 11, triple, triple 14, yeah. That would be the strategy I'd go down, Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah, what a guy. I don't know what rank he is. I think like, he's ranked like 2.5k now. <laughs> <laughs> Just on that as jealous. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's down near me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, best FPL. It's nice to see some um, FPL accounts playing a proper game. I like it when I see the FPL accounts in the questions. Um, my plan was always to do. Oh, I heard myself echo then. My plan was always to do Swift and Keane to Smodix and Armstrong this game week. With Swift's form and fixtures, would you do Perot to Armstrong instead? It's basically the same as Rob Peck, isn't it? Uh, get rid of Keane. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's the main thing. <laughs> Just get rid of Will Keane. Yeah, Will Keane definitely. Um, I'm guessing though because he's using Swift as part of that he needs the money to get to Armstrong because that's the situation I was in as well so um, do you think it's well we've spoke about Swift last week and we've spoke, spoke about him briefly tonight but do you think Armstrong is worth like you've got to bring him in for rather at home I don't think it's 100% um, like you know, you're not going to get much better fixtures than uh, Rotherham at home, but like we've seen with some of these other fixtures, it can be it can go sort of either way. Sometimes we brought players in because they've had an amazing game and they've done nothing. Sometimes we brought players in because they have an amazing game and they've hauled. It can it can sort of go either way, but in, on paper, you don't get many better games than Rotherham at home. And I think with the issue of having Will Keane in there. It might be worth doing it, like losing Swift, just to get to Armstrong, just because you've got Will Keane in your team. Otherwise, I'm going to guess, I hate doing this because I can't see the teams, but he's got some form of Ipswich or Plymouth <laughs> forwards in there. Yeah. Um, as enabled, but if he hasn't, that could be a route yeah. to go down instead of losing Swift. Um, agree, Dan? Yeah, I agree, yeah. Perfect. Last question. Ruan... Reynolds. Well, lads, which three players and which game week before 16 or 15 would you recommend for Triple Triple? So we're thinking 11 and 14 is yeah, the best ones, really. So. See, Leeds in 14 have got Huddersfield at home. Uh, or, or Somerville. Um, Chaplin or Broadhead and Dewsbury Hall against QPR <coughs> yes, 14. QPR at home is shocking. So I think 14 would be the better one for Triple Triple, wouldn't it? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Right. And that is all the questions that I can see. Um, so that's all I'll be reading out. Um I think that's a wrap. I think this is going to be the shortest ever podcast we've done. We've just gone 40 minutes. Um, 
obviously it's a quick turnaround, so by the time this gets released late tonight, Angus, maybe? Uh, should be tonight. Yeah, slash tomorrow point. morning. Um, so you've got a few hours to get that down. Yeah, I hope it's helpful. Um, and then we'll be back on Sunday, won't we, to review Game Week 11? Yes. Yeah, anything that we've missed? Anything you'd like to cover? Um... I don't think it makes a difference to most people, but just to remind everyone that it's an international break after this weekend. God, honestly, I eat them. I eat them with a passion. The only positive thing from it is, because I don't watch the internationals, I don't watch any games at all, it allows me to catch up on all like, the TV shows that I've like abandoned, because now, since you started this stupid Super League pod, I've got right into it. I decide I need to watch a lot of European games, and so, you know, I've abandoned Leanne for the last three weekends because I've been watching every game possible that's on the TV. I'm going to catch up on a load of TV shows, so that'll be good. And it's two weeks of not watching Stoke, so I won't be miserable. Yeah. Before we welcome Sunderland to town, the Alex Neil Derby. But yeah, right, we won't waffle on. Um, remember to give this a like and all that. Jazz, I'm not, I'm not going to beg you to do it this week. I, I know I sounded desperate last week, but give us a five star and all that crap. Um, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.